Hi, I'm Michelle Hon, and I've built multiple six-figure online businesses from home that offers the financial freedom for me to do what I want, when I want. And most importantly, it allows me to be available for my children whenever they need me. And let me tell you that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for our successes. So how do you build a thriving business from home and impacting thousands from around the world? This is the Chill Mamba Show. If you're a mom building a business from home or you hold a full-time job working from home full-time or part-time, this is for you. You know when COVID happened last year, everyone was complaining about how hard it is to work and manage kids from home. And I was thinking, hmm, lots of mom bosses building businesses from home have been doing the exact same thing for years. And personally, I've been working from home for the past nine years while my kids were babies to when they were toddlers to now primary schoolers. So before I go into how I do it, here's what you need to know as you listen to this episode. Your brain has to be open to finding solutions. You have to be willing to see solutions to get value from hearing my suggestions. Because a lot of time we ask someone to tell us to do something, oh, teach me how to do something. But then when someone actually give us suggestions, we have this doubt that, hmm, is that a, a way, you know, do we really want to do that, right? So when people literally give us the step-by-step, we have this huge list of reason of why it won't work for us. Instead of finding out, hmm, perhaps there's something there. Perhaps this is how it could work for us. Okay, so I want you to be open to finding solutions and totally be available to hear solutions, to be willing to try and to put your doubts aside. So if you take anything from this message, let it be this. Give your children the time and space alone to play. Because play is their work. You are the parent. You are in charge of setting boundaries. If you need time to get your own work done, let them know that. Let them play, let them build, break, figure things out and try things over and over by themselves. You do not need to occupy the entire day just playing with them. You do not need to sit next to them to play and homework. You can involve them into meaningful housework, your cooking, getting them to help out with chores. Don't call it chores. Call it tasks. Call it responsibilities, right? Get them to help with sweeping, folding clothes, planting seeds, taking care of the pets. And when things feel hectic or overwhelming, get outside. The outside energy is better for you. 
if you just step outside for a while instead of being feeling like you're trapped indoors. Okay, go for a walk. Let your kids be independent. You don't have to be everything for our kids all the time. Okay, so that's the message. Now let's go into the tips that I have for you about working from home with your kids. Number one, I want you to give yourself grace. Don't judge yourself. Perfectionism is a no. Just let it go. Whatever standards that you had before, you know, the professionalism when you're working outside of home are not relevant right now. And expecting things to be just a certain way is just a recipe for feeling terrible about yourself and your kids and your partner in life. And in general, you can handle these mummies. You are prepared for this. It doesn't have to be as big of a problem for you as you would think. My kids are home and there's a huge chance that they will walk into my office while I'm on video call with the client. Actually, nine out of 10 times, Will, my son, love to come in when I'm on live. And the best part about this now is that everyone with kids is in the same boat right now, right? Remember that video where a guy was going on news and the daughter come right in and it went viral? And did it show that he was unprofessional? It, you know, it, it, was, it was new at the time, but overall, people forgive him. People think it's funny, right? It makes him an overnight sensation overnight. And these days, unfortunately, when a son or daughter throw right in, we don't become viral, but it's acceptable. Okay, we all get it. So relax a little bit, just like you would not judge if we're having a meeting and I have a child walking in during, maybe right now, my podcast re recording, you hear a child talking in the background, you will probably just laugh, right? So other people are not going to judge you for the little interruptions that come up when you're working. So let that thought about other people's opinion, it's not professional, let all that go and let it go with yourself, okay? Number two, do know that you are going to make mistakes because as you figure out this new work from home thing, talk to yourself in the most loving and compassionate way. Let go of the need to be perfect. You are going to make mistakes as you figure out this new normal, working from home with kids, talk to yourself in the most loving and compassionate way only. This is okay. We can handle it all. Next, I want you to tell yourself that you will figure it out. Open the doors to creative solution. I'm going to let you in on a little secret, right? The thoughts you think create your feelings and your feelings are the fuel that determine what action you will take. 
And when you're telling yourself, I can't do this, this shouldn't be happening, we're not going to make it, this is a disaster, and I don't know what to do. You feel defeated even before you start your mind slam shut, right? You, you are, your mind is shut to seeing any solution, possibilities, or creating if you tell yourself that things are bad, if you start feeling sorry for yourself for the situation that you're in, right? You've just told your brain that there aren't any solution. So why would it even look for them? So why would your brain, you, you just told your brain that there's, there's no way out. So your brain just shut down and said, yeah, there's no way out. It would agree with you. So next time, try this instead. Ask your brain to find solution that you haven't thought of yet and list out all your options. So what typically happens is when you first list things down, it's like, okay, how can I make this better? How can I get through this, right? Is that the first few things that you list are typically not that good, but that's okay, right? This is the last bit of maybe resistance. So, oh, this is stupid. I can't do this. Oh, no. But soon, if you let your brain come up with solution, you can come up with some decent option. And then you probably taper off with, you know, some truly silly stuff towards the end. And it's sometimes in that silly stuff that you find new solutions. So I love a good problem because that's when I find solution. And usually solutions are really great business ideas. Okay. Anyway, so we're not going into looking for new business ideas. This is just looking for solutions, right? At least if you're me, this is when you know that, you know, you tap up for a moment, right? Okay, silly, silly solutions is not going to work. And then you just choose which of the decent options, kind of like in the middle, that you're going to take. For each new problem you need to solve, ask yourself to come up with more potential solution. Your brain, our brain, is very creative. Only if you let it. If you're open to finding solution, the next suggestion is blocking your time. Okay, block your time. So depending on your business and the age of your kids, what's this look like will vary a bit, right? You are going to need to experiment with it just to get it right. But the bottom line is that expecting to have a large uninterrupted blocks of time is just not real realistic for any parents working from home right now. Unless you have teenagers, right? Teenagers are they could do their thing all day. My girls are now tweens and most of the time they could do their own thing most days before they come, mommy, I need help. Mommy, can you help me with certain things? Okay. So what I've been suggesting for my client and what had worked for me when I'm working from home with my kids um, who are toddlers and very much need a lot of my time and attention is to first identify all the blocks of time that you can reasonably count on. So maybe it's 
you know, the few hours they're in childcare, or maybe it's the few hours they're in kindergarten, or if they're not yet in those things, maybe it's the first, you know, just before they wake up during nap, nap time or after, right? Maybe you're also trading off with a partner who takes care of the kids while you work. And then you trade off from there, right? So you're like, okay, so do you want a nap? <laughs> you know, my husband loves his nap. So I'm like, okay, if you want to take a nap in the afternoon, I will look after the kids. But just for two hours in the morning, can you just take them, make sure they don't knock on the door so I can get my work done and then I can have the rest of the day with you guys. Okay, so if you need additional time for your business, you are going to want to break it into smaller chunks. Okay, you won't have like a straight nine to five. Don't even attempt that smaller chunks. It could look in, it could be in many different ways, but here's one suggestion, right? Um, you could get a worksheet or a coloring page. You know, there's a lot of coloring pages that you can search online and then print them out, set them up. Uh, you could set your kids up with screen time, and then um, set a timer for a certain number of minutes, depending on the age or depending on your kids, right? So what I do is I'll tell them, hey, here's 20 minutes of coloring. I mean, sometimes it would just take like two minutes and they're done. But tell them there's 20 minutes and um, just color or spend time for as long as you can, right? Sometimes they can go on for an hour, depending on how old they are. And then while they're doing that, set a timer, they are coloring and you are doing your work. Okay, you knock out a task that you need to do for your business. And they knock out theirs for today. And when the timer goes off, you both stop and go do something fun together, like play outside or play something like, okay, let's do this. When 20 minutes up, mommy will come up and then I'll fix you a snack or something, right? And they will be way more willing to let you have time to work when you're alternating work times with times when you're truly present with them mentally, not just physically. So truly leave work to the side when you're doing that. What has really worked for me is 45 minutes of work, 45 to one hour minutes of work, because that is the time that I give my clients. Sometimes we do one-on-one -on -one co coaching calls or I have 15 minutes of discovery call and then I have 30 minutes to um, tell my team what else to take care of, okay? This is because I have a team. If you don't, you can take the 30 minutes to knock out whatever you need to knock out, okay? And so... You know, it will be, oh, all right, so I'll fix them up with a quick 10, 15 minutes of getting the snacks ready, changing the channel for them, or, you know, just hand them an iPad for a while, um, getting them a new coloring book, whatever it might be, right? Or um, a Lego set that would get them to be by themselves for 45 minutes to an hour and let them know, mommy needs to be in here. Please do not knock on the door. Okay, you got everything that you need. Make sure everything is safe, right? I was, yes, I do have a helper, but my helper doesn't really help with childcare. Okay, but, you know, they are there. I could kind of see them. I mean, if you, 
if your kids are young, you technically do not need to be in a room, right? You do not need to be in a separate office like I do. When they were a lot younger, basically I was working on the desk and they're right next to me on the floor. So there is a solution to every problem, right? So sometimes it works. Sometimes, you know, you tell them 45 minutes, 20 minutes later, they're like, mommy, mommy, I need this. And that's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect, remember? But this system of alternating time to work and time to play with your kids and really give them the attention that they need really works. They really do have a cup for you to fill up with your love and attention. And once you give them that, they will give you the time that you want. So give it a try next time, okay? Um, manage your mind. you got to calm down, mama. Everything about this will be easier if you're feeling as calm as you could possibly can. I mean, the kids will behave better when they're not all wired up. When you're feeling stressed, your stress bounces off them, right? So they would be like, oh, they need to act up as well because what you're feeling they are sensing they will need you more when you're you're stressed because they're feeling stressed they will want a hug from you more so if you just calm down and if you're not wired up and stressed and overall you just feel better and if you release the worry for what it is your kids will behave better and since we're going into how to release some of the stress, how to feel calm, right? Um, one of the tips that I have that has been very beneficial for me for the past, I've stopped doing this for the past six years, five, six years, is that I completely blocked Facebook from my life. Yes, I still... Um, post i still post on facebook but i hardly ever scroll on facebook the news feed anyway i do go into my groups to help my mom bosses i do go into other groups that i'm a part of to cheer people up um, to answer some questions but not the news feed i don't open facebook app on my phone it's not even on my phone okay just eradicate it from your 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 phone so you won't go att attempt to open it if you ask what about instagram i think that's for instagram i choose who i want to follow because facebook is very hard you got your friends and people are always sharing news sharing whatever it is that the latest whether it's true or not is up there and and it could trigger you right from from just reading bad news from just watching like high stress type series, it affects you. The study has, done, has been done that says that whenever we watch something that is stressful, we experience the stress in our body. So why do you even watch something that is stressful, that is gory, that, is, that doesn't help the energy that you want into your life, right? So yeah stop scrolling on facebook <laughs> i i know it's hard because you know i used to be hooked on it so 
um, slowly, you know, don't go on there. And after a while, you're like, what? You know, you forget about it. So I like to, I always tell my student to consume less and produce more. Okay, put things out just as yourself. If you're going to post on Instagram or social media of any sort, be the bearer of good news. And yes, negative news generally get more engagement. But do we really want to be the bearer of bad news all the time? The bearer of um, where people, you know, the start of a, an argument online. Do we all want that? Like, it doesn't even matter, right? It's not important. Okay? And uh, because I, and if you're like, but we need to know the news. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't need to know the news. Because if the news is important enough, you will hear it. Trust me. You will hear it through your husband. You will hear it through maybe just, you know, IG ads or some people talk about it. But it's not the full-on bad news, bad clickbaity headlines that you see on Newsfeed, on Facebook Newsfeed, right? Um, the school, the school always sent us updates and emails, right? So we always know what's going on. We don't need Facebook. We don't need to turn on the news to watch the news. I don't. I stopped watching the news for the past. I can't even remember how long it's been forever. Okay, and it helps me stay so much calmer to not click on those clickbaity headlines, the negative headlines. All of the worst case scenarios, speculation, all of those things that is swirling around, it is truly okay to live your life without those things. Hey there, I'm taking a short break to let you know that if you've been thinking of starting a business but you just don't know where or how to start, or you're that frazzled entrepreneur trying to do everything but your business is still not growing, consider Momentum, our twice monthly coaching membership to take your business to that next level so you can reach your goal faster and easier. You will gain access to in-depth training, strategies, mindset coaching, and an exclusive community that is designed to help you define your purpose, clarify your strategy, and build a business and life that you love. Head over to mumboss.academy forward slash momentum to join us now. All right, next tip is be willing to fail to figure it out. Um, I always teach my students to create like to their work schedules, right? We talk about how to block off time and how to gain more hours in your day to do things that matters. But no matter what's going on, there's always a period of time when we implement something and we fail and we fail at it. And when we keep tweaking the plan over and over and over and you keep implementing and failing and tweaking, eventually you will get to something that's almost perfect because failure does not mean that it doesn't work for you. So do not toss out the whole thing. Ah, this is stupid. This is not going to work. You just need to keep implementing and tweaking. Okay. Um, so 
Now I want you to take out a piece of paper and write down everything that you have to do for home and work on that piece of paper. Everything that you need to do, right? So have two half, have one half of it to list all the home stuff and on the other half, all the work tasks that you have to do. Okay, and now go back through that. Question every single thing that you have to do, right? This is like a bit like Marie Kondo decoloring. I need you to declutter your, your tasks that you think you need to do, right? Um, so tell yourself as you go through each of these tasks, does this have to be done right now? Each of those tasks, or does this have tasks has to be done, can only be done by me. If it doesn't, this is something that I always taught, if it doesn't have to be done by you, who else can you offload that to? If you say, oh, I need to um, put the clothes into the laundry, uh, into the washer, does it have to be done by you? Can you train one of your kids to do that? Just, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's harder to teach them. I'd rather do it by myself, right? Most moms say that. But yes, it's maybe, you know, difficult to try to teach them. But guess what? You really only need to teach them once, maybe twice, maybe three times. And they can take that off your load. Oh, you need to pick up your kids. Can your husband do that? Oh, you need to clean the toilet. Can you pay someone once a week to come in and do that for you? Oh, how, um, your emails, you have tons of email that comes in. Does all the email have to be replied right away? If it doesn't, can you have someone answering all your customer service email? Right? So ask yourself, does this have to be done by me? And then ask yourself if it is, does this have to be done right now? Because most of the time, whatever you think that is urgent, it's not that urgent. Okay, I want you to take your time to write all the list down and then just edit things off the list. You only have to focus on the most important and effective things to you and for you to achieve the goals. So many moms are feeling like they can't have the business they want now because they don't have a lot of time. And they think that time equals money. I want less, less money. And I want you to really brainstorm. What are the things that you're spending time on your business that you can eliminate and simplify? Get honest with yourself. When I started doing this about two years ago, and also because, um, you know, coronavirus started and I realized that a lot of time I thought I need to be going to the events. I need to be going to events. I need to network. And because if I go to events, then um, I would probably get more of the brand deals. I would probably get to know more people and that would indirectly help my business. That was the thing that I had at the back of my mind. I need to show up, right? I need to, when people invite me, I need to go. It wasn't until, hey, 
coronavirus started and we are all homebound and I was busier than ever with the brand work that I was like, hey, I have so much time now for myself that now that I'm not going to events, you know, there's no need for dressing up. There's no need for traveling there. There's no need to sit through an event for two, three hours or need to come back with, you know, a full bag of goods and not getting paid for it. So what I've done is that now if you want to invite me to an event, I charge for my time. And guess what? I stop going to a lot of events. If it's not paid, I just say no. It saved me a lot of time. And with that amount of time that I gained back from not going to events, I can have for my kids now that I can spend on my business. And that's why my business doubles and triples in the past two years where everyone is complaining that, oh, we don't have time. We're stuck at home. We don't have time. No, you can make time. Okay, so tell yourself, what are the things that you're spending time in your business that you can eliminate and simplify? Get honest with yourself. Look for that perfect graph of what can I do that gives me the most return? ROI, right? How much time are you spending time consuming on social media versus engaging and creating? How much work time is spent on non-money-making activities? Because the more honest you are about this, the more that you can shift and spend less time creating the same amount or more money in your business. Okay, and finally, I want you to talk your, to your future self. This has been very helpful to me at all stages of my life or whenever I feel stuck or frustrated or afraid and doubtful. I, whenever that happens, I think about myself, my future self, my future, who I want to be. So before I hit six figures, I picture my six-figure self, right? So now I picture my million-dollar self. And I think from that perspective, the perspective of the future of you who has created the business and life that you really want to have. For example, if you've always operated from that, I'm only earning $1,000 per month and therefore paying someone $500 to babysit is expensive. You will always be stuck at earning and operating at the, uh, the $1,000 income you, right? But if you realize that by having someone in just once a week for an hour or um, and that will help you earn $3,000 extra. Wouldn't you be gladly pay $500 and in return earn $3,000 more? I know it's hard to imagine. And this is what we call the B2Half framework. Because the majority of people operate from the have to be framework. I'll explain. I need to have... $3,000 to be hiring someone at $500 and then I can be that person 
earning $4,000 a month. Where if you're operating from the B to have framework, which I've learned and put into practice, is usually how it would make most of my goals come true. So in the B to have, it means if I want to be that person to earn $4,000 a month, I do that by outsourcing my childcare. And because of that, I now have the extra income. Same for fitness. Perhaps if I explain it in fitness, it becomes clearer, right? I'm going off a tangent here, so bear with me. So the wrong framework of have to be. I need to have a fit body before I do, before I exercise. I need to have a fit body before I exercise. And then I'll become a fit person. Can you see how that is a broken formula? So if you want to be fit, even though you're not, you need to think like you're already fit. You be that fit person first. You be that fit person in your mind. What would a fit person do? They exercise because they enjoy it because it's their way of life. Right? When you be that person, you do what that person do. And because of that, you can have a fit body. You get it? Okay. So I journal and I work from that perspective about whatever situation that is currently going on. If I have an expense that I'm considering, let's say to learn something that will bring my business to the next level. Um, let's say, um, oh, I will need to um, sign up for this mastermind um, to get my business to a million dollars. So I will be that million dollar business owner of mine and say, is, is this something that I would do, right? And then when I become that person and I do what that person needs to do, and then I can have or I can hit that $1 million that I want. So think about this like you're already winning. Think about how you balance your business and the kids being home right now. And your future self would have some serious wisdom for you that you would love hearing. All right, mamas, those are my tips. So just overall theme is to simplify and stop beating yourself up. We will get through this and we will be stronger than you've ever been before. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you're listening. A good one, I hope. Chances are, if you found value in this episode, others would be too. You can also tag me at The Chill Mom or Mumboss.academy on Instagram and tell me what you'd like or have learned from today's episode. I love seeing how you fit my podcast into your life. Till the next time, all my best and you've got this.